Welcome to episode 22 of the Of Sound Body and Mind podcast with the Bowen Center and Mental Health America of Northeast Indiana. I'm Brooklyn Beatty, heard weekday mornings on 97.3 WMEE with special guest Dr. Sequilla Liebetrau, Vice President of Clinical Services at the Bowen Center. And before we dive into today's topic, just want to remind you that if you have any questions about the topic or want to learn more, you can text the word Bowen, that's B-O-W-E-N, to 46862. You can also visit the Mental Health and Wellness Hub under On Demand on WMEE.com. Well, today's topic is eating disorders, and it's common to talk about all of our food obsessions. Everyone loves to talk about food, whether it's their favorite sweet, french fries, pizza. But having a healthy relationship with food can be challenging for some and can become life-threatening. What are eating behaviors that are considered disorders, and what are their symptoms? Yeah, so I think there are some um, broad um behavioral uh, or eating disorders that I can cover with you. So there is anorexia, bulimia, and then binge eating disorder. There are a few other, but these are the three main ones. Okay. So when you look at these with anorexia, what you'll see oftentimes is this um, maladaptive or uh, malfunctioning kind of view of yourself and your body shape or your body um, weight. So really the person is typically underweight, but they don't even recognize that they are and they still fear really all the time gaining weight um, or, or they don't like the way they're body looks so they have this unrealistic view of that um with binge eating disorder, uh, there is uh, this kind of sense of feeling out of control where you uh, eat more food than, say, somebody else would typically. You kind of se- have the sense of being out of control. Um, and then with bulimia, it's kind of in the middle where uh, it's uh, a co- sort of a combination of both anorexia and um, binge eating disorder where um, you have have kind of these restrictive habits so it could be you exercise a lot or you simply restrict either food entire food groups or how much of a food you eat um, you may even use uh, kind of dietary supplements or laxatives um, so you may um, binge, but then also purge, letting go of that food. Right. And so it's, uh, it is it is really uh, tricky because um, with other mental health disorders, while um, they can uh, certainly be uh, very overwhelming um, and disturbing to deal with, with eating disorders, it could actually be life-threatening mm-hmm. because um, you're, you're really messing with how your body functions. Uh, It can affect the way your brain works and processes. Um, So oftentimes, uh, the person uh, suffering with the eating disorder may not even realize exactly how bad it is. So it it may be loved ones surrounding the person that has to reach out and say, hey, I think something is not right. Let's get you some help. Well, and when it comes to any kind of eating disorder, I feel like at least the perception is that it's mostly like body image and skewed perception of body image that can push people into eating disorders. Are there other reasons why? Yeah, absolutely. So there are some... 
There are some genetic components that make may make you more uh, likely to have an eating disorder, um, but there there are also many other factors. So we are not human beings living in little bubbles, right? We live in a society um, where we uh, society impresses things upon us. Certainly, the media is a very strong factor. Social media is a very strong mm-hmm. factor. So we have um, these images around us of people that seem to be. Per- Perfect and and beyond perfect images of people that really have been um, adapted by technology. So it's not even what they truly look like. And oftentimes we'll see folks that are um, that look very very thin, uh, or they have a certain body shape. That's kind of the um, the fashionable body shape right now. And so um, society can kind of skew. Um, w- what we should look like, and then we uh, can can follow this kind of false image, thinking that we should look like this, we must look like this. Um, th- there are other factors that can impact you too. Certainly, if um, if uh, eating disorder uh, runs in your family, if somebody else has suffered, you may be more likely to. It's not a sure thing, but you could be uh, more susceptible to having an eating disorder if you've ever been body shamed or sort of bullied around your body, your body size or your body shape, you may also be more likely. So there's lots of social factors mm-hmm. that really contribute to this. You know, traditionally, we've we've um, always thought kind of as eating disorders as a disorder that really affect young women. Well, the reality is these images in our uh, society, in, in media and social media are so prevalent that no age is is kind of untouched by this. You can be at any age and um, be susceptible to an eating disorder. We're also seeing that more and more men are impacted by eating disorders as well. So it's kind of a false um, perception to think only kind of young women. It's more balanced it, than that. It is, it is all over the place because these messages we're getting are so prevalent. Yeah. How do you know if you need help when it comes to an eating disorder? Yeah, I think really if uh, your body is starting to be impacted, if uh, if your bodily functions are changing, um, you really want to listen to your body and pay attention. Um, if people are making comments to you that they're concerned about you, maybe listen. Um, they're not going to say that if they love you. Just to hurt your feelings. Right. They're there to try and help you. So so listening to and paying attention to your body uh, and then also listening to your loved ones. And I think also making sure you just regularly go to your primary care physician, your dentist, um, and these folks will also tell you if something is off. Now, let's say this isn't you. Maybe you are the loved one and you're noticing signs. What are signs that you should look for in someone that you know and love that might be struggling with an eating disorder? Yeah, there's some um, behaviors that you might notice. So it might be somebody that really exercises excessively. Um, we all want to be healthy, and it's and it's good to exercise. But somebody that's constantly exercising, even let's say if they've had um, a, an injury, a sports injury, but they keep going. Mm -hmm. They never take breaks. Somebody that may um, avoid social gatherings because they're sort of fearful of the expectation for 
them to join in eating or to eat foods that they feel might make them gain weight. Somebody that is um, very, very focused on their food in general and is, is kind of restrictive with their eating. So you notice they're eating very, very little or they're cutting uh, complete food groups out. They might say, I won't touch a carb at all or something mm-hmm. like that. So, um, and, and it comes in different forms. Really, one person, uh, one person's food restriction might look very different from another person's. Uh, you may also see somebody just sort of like excusing themselves and kind of vanishing after they've eaten, maybe to bin, uh, I'm sorry, to purge. Um, so really being aware of of um, some of these behaviors, maybe you've noticed somebody is constantly taking um, dietary supplements or laxatives, these small little things to pay attention to, um, to be able to reach out and say, hey, I'm a friend, I really do care about you and I'm concerned, let's go together and get help get help for you. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because my next question was, you know, what is the best way to approach them? Is it just to say that, you know, I'm your friend, I've noticed some changes? Yeah, I mean, you you may run into some defensiveness, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think especially with eating disorders, with, with really any mental health condition, but especially with eating disorders, there's oftentimes so much shame around food and eating and guilt around the process as well. So you may get um, a lot of uh, defensiveness, uh, denial, um, but I would really just stick to it and, and make sure that you let them know that you really just care. This is not because you want to upset them. It's not because you want to harm them. Mm -hmm. You really just want to be there for them. Well, and then, you know, once they go through into the treatment, how is an eating disorder treated? Is it different depending on what kind of eating disorder you're struggling with? Yes, for sure. Um, I, I think that oftentimes there are some key components that go along with eating disorders. Um, so, typical for a mental health condition is that you kind of start with uh, mental health therapy. You may or may not have a component of uh, mental health um, medication management. Uh, what what can be different here with an eating disorder is that oftentimes you need other components, including um, working very closely with your primary care doctor or a specialist in the area, because there are so many pieces here that can affect your um, your your health, your safety, mm-hmm. your um, uh, your organs. So really a medical doctor has to follow along and make sure that you are safe and that you're healthy. And then oftentimes another piece to the, uh, another component or piece is um, working with a nutritionist to start developing more um, healthy um, thoughts um, and facts, um, and then also routines and practices around eating food. Well, once again, we're speaking with Dr. Lee Betrow, Vice President of Clinical Services at the Bowen Center. And today's topic is all about eating disorders, how to recognize them, how to cope with them and get help for them. Um, Do you have anything else you want to mention before we wrap up today's episode? I would really just say this is really, really difficult to deal with. Um, everybody deserves help sometimes. You know, nobody is perfect. We we all have times when we struggle. And if you're finding yourself struggling or you see a, a loved one struggling, just reach out. There's, there's help available and you can have a better quality of life and people can help you get there. 
Absolutely. Well, if you have any questions about today's topic or you want to learn more, don't forget you can text the word Bowen. That's B O W E N to four six eight six two, and you can also visit the Mental Health and Wellness Hub under On Demand on WME dot com.